Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama setup cast. Yeah, uh, wow. So this episode of Shadowhunters is is boring. It's nothing, (laughs) nothing. Like, essentially you could be like some big things happen, but a lot of stuff that's set up, and then it hit the end, and I recoiled. Yeah. I recoiled in shock that it was just done. I know, it like, just stopped. Like, nothing What? Huh, nothing happened. But don't worry, we'll make it exciting. Also, you should know, there is a foster dog currently in my house where we record. Yeah, he's got a broken leg, he's got lots of excitement. So, so There's a toddler with a new scooter. Yeah, so you might hear uh, the sounds of a dog outside our studio. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. fine. It's fine. This episode is... Fine. You know what? The dog might make it more exciting. <laughs> no, our goal is to make this episode exciting. We can't sleepwalk through this. Oh, we won't. We won't. So many exciting stuff are happening. There's characters. There's a scene where literally every character in this show appears in it, including ones that we don't care about. It's true. Yeah. We have both an Ollie and an Underhill. And I think we've, I think we've maybe clarified <laughs> Underhill's. Yeah. Situation. So, um, maybe. If any of our listeners listen to my other podcast, um, Academy versus Audience, you'll know there is one thing I care about. Love. Uh, nope. Right. The relative ages of actors and characters. Oh. <laughs> okay. Underhill is a solid, like, 10 to 15 years older yeah. than Alec. No, I don't know exactly he, how old he is, but I know he's in his 30s. I know his wife was born in 1974. <laughs> I like I like that you looked this up. Oh, I deep dove. And, and the other one is uh, Alexander Daddario's brother. Yeah. 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 Matthew Daddario. Matthew Daddario. Thank you. That's his name. Yeah. He is of an age. He's, he's of an age. I mean, he's supposed to be playing. Here's what I'll say about Underhill. Underhill is, one, is a man who clearly earned his position. Yep. And I'm not saying that Alec didn't, but Alec got his super young. Yeah. And Alec is definitely like 20, 21. And he kind of got it because he was the one around. And Jace gave it to him. He got a lot of like, oh yeah, well Jace got it because of nepotism. Yeah. And Jace and was like, Al- this is not correct. Alec got it because of Oh, I think nepotism can still relate. I mean, no, he's his brother. Nepotism. Yeah, the fallout of nepotism. Yeah, they were all just just chains of nepotism. Uh, I am. I thought you were looking up his age. I was looking up his age. He's a year younger than me. Born in '87. What a miss! Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> that's a mystery for you to solve, listener. Well, you know the listener could figure it out because in the very in the first, first episode we said our we ages. Said our ages. So <laughs> they just have to do some mathing. Yeah, you clue. But now you've said also the year. Yeah. So Dario was born in '87. Um, the guy, Stephen Burns or whatever is the name of the guy who plays Underhill. Yeah. He's born in 74-ish. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, a little bit of a... Uh, and I'm just saying that I... The reason I wanted to bring up the Underhill uh, earned his position thing is that I, there's not a power imbalance. There's because, not. Because Alec is the head of the Institute and he's like the head of security. I mean, you could say there's a power imbalance there with anyone Alex potentially dating at the Institute, but it really does feel like somehow Underhill is the one. Power imbalancing <laughs> Alec. It's the one imbalance over, over Alec. Even though <laughs> Alec is his boss. And now I know that Magnus is like 800 years old, so I'm not sure why I'm like weirded out about the Underhill Alec age gap <laughs> and not the Warlock. I think what, once you're immortal, age is just a number. Exactly. You know, it's the age you are in your heart. That's yep. the age you will be forever. But if you can die, that's when age becomes very <laughs> That's important. when age matters. Yes, what we are learning. Uh, there's more things to learn, and the only way to learn is by beginning, because this is Shadowhunters, Season 3, Episode 6, A Window into an Empty Room. A Window into an Empty Room. <laughs> We begin with, I didn't realize that at first, but it is Heidi. Doing her makeup. Yeah. And lis- listening to her recording of Simon. Yep. Listening. I, I She pulled up Simon's band camp or his SoundCloud. Yep. And she or- found his one song. <laughs> now, I will say, um, 
I think I wouldn't have realized it was Simon playing until later in the episode if the <laughs> subtitles hadn't told me it was Simon. Because I know we've heard the song before, but yeah, I don't care uh, that much about Simon's Ed Sheeran career. Yeah. So she's putting on makeup, listening to Simon's music, and bleeding a man upside down. Yeah, I don't know why she's doing that. Well, I mean, I can tell you... So... I actually think this is very interesting, and I kind of like some of the ways they did this. Simon is unaware that Heidi is a psychopath. It's now, true. it's worth mentioning that, yes, she is a vampire, but what we learned from Simon is a vampire doesn't, like, change your personality. Yeah, you really. are who you are. Like, it just kind of lets you be more of who you are, I guess. And you are overrun with a bloodlust when you're a fledgling. I think having this is very important for us as the audience to understand. No, Heidi, definitely, well, she has been through a lot with, like, Raphael. Mm -hmm. Like, she is a vicious person. And we need to kind of see that because a lot of this episode is her putting on, like, the doe-eye doting. Yeah. And Simon... Buying because, into it. Well, because he doesn't know anything about it. He, know, he, he feels she is very much a victim, which she, she is. is. She was killed by Quinn when because she, she just wanted to get a little bit of drinking and not But she did want to become a vampire, she but not from Quinn. She reveals that later. Well, she didn't become a vampire from Quinn. She became a vampire from Simon, apparently. Because he screwed up. I, I, the, the implication I seem to get from that is that she just bites every single vampire who bites her, hoping one of them will kill her. Yeah. She kind of got lucky. Yeah. I just, like, I'm not judging this psychopath for bleeding a man upside down. I'm just <laughs> curious about, like, why? What is she? Is it's just, this is just because she doesn't want to mess up her pretty makeup by biting him. So she just wants to, like, have blood on tap. I mean, I think she, I think we are supposed to look, like, see this and look and understand that she is someone who likes to inflict pain on people. Like, we need it made clear to us that she is a cruel person and like the yes and i like that as it goes along here because we get a lot of simon and being like very protective of her and then but he doesn't know like all the other things yeah. no no i agree with yeah. you i just want to know why like if i asked her <laughs> heidi why are you hanging that man upside down because it's fun i feel like her answer would be like well when i bite men i get blood all over my face <laughs> i want to drink blood from a glass like a civilized woman. Yeah, yeah. She she essentially is a pre-Camille. It's true. Uh, so that's going on. Simon and Kyle are... Kyle has... Experimenting. Kyle has, from what I can tell, gone rogue and has decided, Simon, the best way to ensure that you don't, like, explode someone who hits you is to make sure they don't hit you. So, so I'm, I'm going to teach you to dodge. <laughs> And uh, Kyle, he wears some armor that they made from things that they've collected. Also a GoPro helmet. Yeah, I don't know why he's... <laughs> That's what they had. That's what they had. That's what they had. Uh, he's a surfer, you know? Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it is strange just helping Simon learn how to dodge. Like, I guess that is useful. I don't... The, the implication here is also that he does just let out a blast. I thought there was a bit more magic to yeah, it. Yeah, I thought so, too. But he just wears armor, and he punches him. I and also imagine he didn't him. punch him with full force as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. So maybe the sevenfold is just not that yeah. fold. We have never heard sevenfold, I guess, in the show. The show just seems to be you punch him, and he makes sets off a bomb. Yeah. Which, I sure. mean, yeah, bombs do liquefy your organs, so they happened to the other guy. Now, we do find out um, for reasons apparently maya's been out of town yeah i don't know i don't even think she was gone for an episode i didn't gone. think so was she not in last episode i mean maybe she wasn't but not in a way that made me think but where's maya oh you know i know why they're i know why they're doing this yeah because they want to explain why Maya and Kyle haven't met yet. I guess that's true. Um, because notably, when Simon's like, hey, also my girlfriend's Maya coming, you should meet. Kyle turns the camera and like, like winces. Like, <laughs> and, like clearly something is happening there why he doesn't want to meet Simon's girlfriend. He's in love with Simon. 
<laughs> Probably Every, not that. Everyone's in love with Simon. Everyone's in love with Simon, especially Heidi, who was in Simon's apartment when he arrives home. Yeah, I think so Kyle's I, now going out of town. Yes. <laughs> He's got to go report to the Praetor. Yeah. So. Now, does this mean that in the Shadowhunters universe, vampires don't have to be invited in places? I don't think that was ever, yeah. 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 I don't think that was ever I, a thing I, that was set up, but yeah, you're right. I yeah. think this... I, I don't think it was set up either. It was yeah. just, it's so, that's like one of the main things in vampire lore. I mean, I'll say that is one of the ones that I found is the most like um, flip flop on like whether or not it's the case. Um, it's fun when it's there because it makes some like funky things go on. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'd say it's probably not one of the most common ones. In Twilight, they don't have to be invited. Places, no, I guess maybe because in Buffy they have to be invited in, and Buffy is like my main vampire thing. Yeah, and in what we do in the shadows, they have to it's, be invited well, it's, in, and it's, there's it's so cl- much comedy from it. It's in that. classic Nosferatu. Yeah, classic Dracula. Uh, but um, no, Heidi could just get right in there. So she's there, and she kind of explains to Simon. Okay. I don't know if you felt this. I felt they made this very analogous to, like, finding out you have a child. Yes. But Heidi is sexually attracted to Simon, which makes it very upsetting in many ways. Kevin, the show loves incest. <laughs> it's it's so upsetting. Because, like, the the legitimate words I use in this scene are very much, a very, very much. Very like, much. And be like, oh, my God, I have a child. I, I, I don't think I'm old enough well, to I, have I'm, that. I'm, 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 there's too much going on in my life. I don't know if I can also be the, someone's sire. <laughs> <laughs> and then Heidi's like, we should make out. She's like, look, you're not my dad. Please sex me. <laughs> but also, you're kind of my dad. Ooh. Like, oh, no. No, none of this. And now in a scene that starts kind of weird, Alec has made French toast he for is, Magnus. He's made angry French toast. He was yes, so angry that still. That he made French toast. From. George. Yeah, from the box of Lover's Trinkets. He made beautiful and delicious angry french toast and magnus is like man this is the best french toast i've ever had Uh, since i knew julia child (laughs) oh french toast is the best when someone's pissed i would love if magnus (laughs) eating and he goes like oh man this french toast is delicious why are you angry with me (laughs) (laughs) because he compliments and alex is like yeah maybe you should put the spatula i used to make the french toast in the box (laughs) like alec why did you make what is happening? And then he's like, sorry, what? I don't know. I'm, I just, I've. <laughs> this is really hard, Magnus. One day I'm going to be 90 and you're going to be you. <laughs> Magnus is like, yeah. I mean, like, maybe your problem here is that this is uh, your first relationship. And Alec is like, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? Like, what? I should just, like, go and sow my oats and. And he's like, that's not my point. I just. <laughs> I mean, it is worth mentioning that, like, if this, <laughs> they're like, the only out for this relationship is, is they break up or Alec dies. Magnus could die. I guess Magnus could Ragnar die. Ragnar Fell got killed. Yes, I guess they can get killed. But, like, they're not going to grow old. Except that Ragnar Fell wasn't killed. He's faking his own death. I, I think in the show he's dead. Maybe. I mean, they could pull that. But there was that entire thing where Magnus, like, talked to his dead friend. Yeah, I mean, he was dead for, like, a long time in the books, too. And in this one, he's only been dead for a month. That's true. I mean, look, Alec, Magnus might be in mourning. He's not. (laughs) He's not. Look, they're both right. Relationships are complicated. Uh, But Alec is uh, upset by this, so he heads and informs Izzy about everything that's going on. And Izzy explains that, like, the reason that she likes dating downworlders is all these, like, issues Stop her from falling in love. Yeah, so she means they can have long relationships. And Alex's like, that's clearly not how it works. Like, Izzy, that is so untrue. Because <laughs> I'm here. But they don't have time to discuss this because there's a hubbub at the front door. Yeah, so this is a bit confusing to me. Um, so uh, Maris arrives. She has been deruned. So she's, like, not allowed inside anymore, which I mean, she's been excommunicated, too, I guess. I, I think the thing is that she's been excommunicated. Yes. It's not that mundanes can't come in. Because <laughs> that is, they definitely keep doing, I mean, not, I, I guess it's just Clary. Because they uh, thought Clary was a mundane. That's true. Uh, but what, what gets me is that Underhill is the one out there being like, no, she's allowed to come in. And just some other rando shot. 
Underhill's the head of security. security. And that guy should be standing down immediately. Yeah, that guy that guy can throw as much fits as he wants if Underhill is like chain of command here, yeah. dude. Like that guy's gonna get sent to Antarctica where Raj is. <laughs> like and yeah, that if that guy wants to, he can complain to the clave and the clave can maybe go to Underhill and be like But Underhill in that moment is issuing a direct order and this rando is just like, No. The clave says someone who's excommunicated isn't allowed to to go into the institute and then alex like no i say it's fine and he's like, oh man I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this underhill's position because I'm, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be like the head of security if any if like, he says someone can come in they can come in this might be a made-up position because he wanted to pick <laughs> jace's brain about things he should do in his role <laughs> I mean, he has to. No one else has lines except for this guy now. <laughs> and would you want to talk to this guy? Well, according to the rules. Yeah, this guy's a weasel. Get out of here. Yeah, worse than Raj. <laughs> worse than Raj. Hard guy, to do. Guy who doesn't have a name. It's probably something dumb like Gold Hand. It's <laughs> a good shadow hunter name. My name is Rodrigo. Two things. My name is Rodrigo Goldhand. Oh, his name would never be as cool as Rodrigo. It'd my name Roger. is Roger. My name is Roger Goldhand. <laughs> so, um, meanwhile, what they they like mention like where's Jace, and they cut to Clary, which for some reason to me was very startling. <laughs> like I thought they would cut to Jace, but they cut to Clary thinking about Jace, and she's like, Luke. Someone I, stole a piece of my soul or something. Yeah, like, something weird. Also, like how she's calling him. She was with him when it, when it happened. happened. I do think, like, technically this is her following up because she went home and drew a picture of the demon. Yes, which she will later show to Magnus. Yes, but she's like, you know, Luke, I was thinking more about what happened in that field. And it was really weird. So I'm just thinking, like... You know how a weird thing happened to me in a field? And you know how I asked an angel to bring Jace back to life? I think I should tell people about this. And Luke's like, no, you can't. not. You'll, you'll be arrested and then Jace will be arrested and it'll interrupt his treatment. Yeah, so Jace... Which is um, very important to me that they set that up because it does explain why no one questions why Jace is not around for like the next day. Yeah. It's not a long time. It's not long enough for a treatment to have happened, guys. Y'all are idiots. <laughs> yeah, it's almost not a question. I mean, Alec is weirded out by it, but I think he's just happy to have Jace back. Yeah, so Jace uh, um, is not in Idris. No. No, no he's <gasps> trying to get the 33rd Disciple. Ooh. It's so... Clary will later think that he has already gone to treatment before she went with Luke yeah. to go do the angel. And I guess Alec just thought, like, the last person to see Jace, was I guess, Simon. was Simon. But he was at the, but then, Jace no. was at the bar when he got, you know, roofied by. Yeah. So then Who he else just, was at the bar? I don't know. They just assume that Jace isn't there. He must have gone for his treatment. Um, Lilith will get, like, very sexy with Jace while she's threatening to destroy his entire life when he's done being the owl. Well, they decided to give her the that old trope of the way that I can do power is by being sexy. Because she's, like, she, like, has to give him more demon power, yeah, I guess. apparently. And the only way to do that is by kissing him, but also she precedes that by just telling Jace, like, oh, and also, I'm going to kill everyone you love. So why didn't she kill Clary? Okay, so I I am wildly headcanoning this, but I've been thinking about it a lot. Because yeah. I watched some of this episode last night and some this morning. I think yeah. that Clary had to be alive for the potion to work. You know what, that's as likely as anything else. Now, they didn't say that, but it would be a weird thing to say. <laughs> it also doesn't make sense, but you know what? It's better than anything else we could get given. Why she did just kill, kill Clary Take right her then. soul and then kill her. Because yeah. she could use the piece of the... Maybe the soul d dies when the person dies? That's also as likely as anything else. Uh, but no, Lilith... Uh, Taunts Jace, tells him she's going to kill everyone he loves. Or actually, she tells him that Jonathan yes. is going to kill everyone that he loves. And then she kisses him to give him demon powers. And then I was supremely weirded out because it, like, pans away from the kiss. Yeah. And Jace is taller than her. Yeah. Which feels 
wrong to me. <laughs> she does have tall woman energy. She does have tall woman energy. Yeah. 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 But no, uh, Jace is a tall, tall fellow. <laughs> but not as tall as Alec. No, no one's Or Magnus. As, no one's as tall as Alec. No one's as tall as Alec. Uh, Jace also has short man energy. So. <laughs> it's true. They, they both, they just, their energy doesn't match their bodies. Speaking of men with energy, Simon updates Maya about Heidi. He's like, look, I called Kyle. He says if there's a crazy vampire who wants to kill me I def- and knows about my apartment, I definitely have to get out of my apartment. <laughs> And Maya's like, but I have a work shift tonight. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> then Maya's like, look, she like she's scared and got abandoned by the person who made her. And I'm like, uh, that's the scene where I'm like, they do not know Heidi's a psychopath. And I really wanted this scene to cut to Heidi just draining a guy <laughs> upside down. Because that would be a great juxtaposition with Simon and Maya just being like, she just needs she needs someone to guide her. She's someone to help her. Smash cut. <laughs> upside down, draining into like a paint tray yeah i think that's what it was yeah but yeah. maya really thinks that simon you know could help heidi have a support person insane sequence i assume heidi's not a character from the books no she, you no. said she's a, she's a, she's an analogist to someone from yes the books. but it's like it is so 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 different in well, the book well her, like, her situation is such a very specific situation she's a character who was killed by another vampire, Mm -hmm. but she had somehow gotten Simon's blood into her mouth. Yeah. Um, And then she was buried and dug up by Raphael. Three different vampires were involved in making her. She has three daddies. And she picked Simon. (laughs) Like, probably the better one out of those three, because one is Quinn, and he is both a dick and dead. Dead. And uh, Raphael did torture, torture her. And uh, has left town. And has left town. <laughs> and Simon is just the one that is left. And so, like, the character who she is analysis to, kind of, in the books, is, like, a 14-year-old groupie who loves Simon's band. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, like, having a pretty rough time after he and Clary break up, I think. Yeah. And so she's, like, coming on to him in the alley. And he bites her and then freaks out and runs away. Yeah. And I guess she just, like, wanders the streets. And I think Camille changes her. Uh. Um, and then she is driven mad by this. Mm-hmm. And she focuses – so she takes over Camille's clan. Yes. And is, like, making all the vampires do bad things against the Accords because she's insane. Yeah. Um. So, like, a similar – thing she, yeah, she's she's analogous but not entirely the but same. like it's weird that the show was like nah simon's blood is the thing that <laughs> it's weird they took a character who they were who what like the entire point of her character was simon did not kill her mm-hmm. simon like like is like simon might have but he did not he did not do anything to her like like it's not simon's fault and then they're like actually simon is responsible for her now <laughs> now really Raphael is responsible for her but for some reason uh, Izzy made the decision to be like, no, Raphael, you're not responsible for her. You, you leave, leave town. And no one will follow up on her. <sighs> Thanks, Izzy. Thanks, Izzy. Someone will follow up, though, because <laughs> Simon is going to text Raphael. Yeah, yeah. Figure this situation out. Uh, now... Marys and Izzy are hanging out. Apparently, yeah. Robert says Max is doing better. Because remember how Max tried to take down Sebastian by himself because Max sucks? Yeah. Um... Then he got like he got he got punched. So he, got, he had his head slammed into a desk and it murdered him. Yeah, like he I, gave him cancer or something. Yes, yeah, so, so he's still recovering from that with yeah. Robert in Idris. Which I mean, once again, that was like two weeks ago. Yeah, so it's so, fine. Yeah. Um, and Izzy's like, "Hey, let's not talk about if Max is doing better or not. Let's talk about you." And Maris is like, "Let's talk about you." Do you have a boyfriend? No, let's talk about Maris because the de-ruining makes no sense to me. Uh, once again, the Shadow Hunters yeah. being a thing that they are by blood, like excommunicated, makes sense. Yeah. Hey, you aren't be here, but they seem to imply she just can't do no. Shadow, Shadow Hunter, Hunter things stuff anymore. anymore. So what? There are like a few, very few characters. Who get de-ruined. Yeah. It's either if you decide to leave the Shadowhunters for good to marry a mundane. Yeah. Or if you do something egregious and get excommunicated. Yeah. It is symbolic. Yeah, because it feels like like there's nothing. She's like, it's it's in her blood. She still has yeah. the angel blood. So what they do is they de-ruin them. Yeah. 
And then obviously they take away, take away their stele. Yeah. So they can't get more ruins. Yeah. And like if someone were to put a ruin on an excommunicated shadow mm-hmm. hunter, that person would yeah, get be, in trouble. Illegal, yeah. But the way that they treat this is like they have stopped her from I mean, having the blood by taking the ruins but off. But it's very confusing because they also sort of treated like they fired her. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like, like it it doesn't it's very confusing. And it's it's it because goes, it's, it's not like being fired. It's like being raised in a cult it, and then being kicked out of the cult. Well, it's like being excommunicated from the Catholic Church. Yes. The, the thing that they're basing this off of. But they, like, at one point, Izzy will say to her mom, being a shadow hunter meant everything to her. Yeah, which, like, no, it didn't mean everything to her. It was her being. Yeah, it is who she is. <laughs> That's like being like, being human was everything to her. What are you talking about? <sighs> anyway, so, so this Mar- is confusing. Yeah. But they're going to try to make her feel better. Yeah. Izzy gives her a pep talk and is like, look, I'm going to take you out tonight and it's going to make you feel better. But and then, we'll talk about that scene when we get to that scene. But Maris also says, and also invite Charlie. Okay. So I guess Charlie's also going to be there. Uh, we head over to the police where Ollie and Luke are working on the case. With the owl. Yeah. And it turns out Sam's really upset because when Ollie's on a case, she works long hours. Remember when Ollie was stalking Luke and it was just to... Learn about... Prove that... He was a werewolf. Yeah, just to... And then nothing... She didn't want anything out of that. She just wanted to prove it. She just wanted him to be like, tell me you're a werewolf. Okay, I'm a werewolf. You know, she was probably working longer hours when she was stalking Luke She she was working with Sam. She sat in bed and her and Sam looked at footage together. So that's... You know, that is Sam's problem, obviously. She feels left out of this investigation. Yeah, yeah. In your other... Uh, outside investigation. Oh man, Ollie, what a nothing. So uh, we learned some things about Jace. Jace, when he's the owl, has like predator powers. Yeah, he's standing on the street and scanning people's Auras? goodness. Like that's what he's yeah, he, doing. He, he is can he's... only see if people are good, they glow gold. Yeah, which is a interesting fact about this world that being good. <laughs> changes like gives you an aura yeah you, you don't have one otherwise like I, the bad people don't have an aura i was uh, partially of the mind that maybe what he's actually seeing <laughs> even though this is also kind of funny uh, is people who have a loved one because <laughs> you think for the most part most people are probably good enough that yeah. if they kill their loved one it would be a corrupting thing to do. Yeah, but no, he's looking at a full crowd of people, and, like, one of them Pops is a out. good person. And, spoiler alert, Ollie will get the aura around her, and I guess I just don't know a lot about Ollie. Yeah, But I, she never came up as, like, particularly, like, a virtuous I would person. She seemed normal. argue that maybe she's not that good of a person, because she did bug her partner <laughs> numerous times. Yeah, and like, well, it seems like... And tried to extort him. Here's what I was... Well, he's, they have to be mundane. Obvious. That's why clearly Luke doesn't glow. Yeah. Um, And obviously Maris is worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Maris but, doesn't count. But I was going to point out that Jace will try to scan people at the Hunter's Moon. A downworlder bar. <laughs> Like, come on, Jace, you know. And then the two mundanes that come into that bar are both good people. Ooh. Ooh, Maybe everyone else on the street is a mundane or is a downworlder. He's probably just outside the Hunter's Moon. Well, no, I don't know where he is, but he's out there, like, scanning people. And and then then Alec just walks up. Alec walks up with a coffee in his hand. Like, he stopped (laughs) at a nearby bodega. Just like, hey, Jace, what are you doing? Like, where... Where are you two? What is happening? And unlike most of the time when Jace is being hypnotized. This is New York. (laughs) (laughs) And unlike most of the time when Jace is being hypnotized by um, Lilith, now he can like engage like a normal human being and lie. Apparently he can mask now. He turns on. he's like, yeah, hey, it's good to see you. I know while I went out to the the treatment and they were like. (laughs) Sweet, you're good, Jace. And then they go back. 
to the institute. the institute, and he's like, yeah, he's like, hey, what's going on, everybody? It's me, Jace. Hey, meet Jace. I solved all of my mental health issues in 36 <laughs> and, hours. And the only weird part, like, for people is when Clary's like, hey, Jace, I need to tell you that an angel died in front of me. <laughs> um, and he's like, no, nah, I don't want to hang out with you. And then later, <laughs> later, Clary was kind of I hugged him, and it felt weird. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, I get what she's going for, but it's also a funny description. At least someone is paying attention to his weirdness now, as opposed yeah. to brushing well, it off. I mean, it would make sense. The This is what I mean by, it seems though he can, even though when he's with Lilith, he's just blank slate and yeah. she can just, like, taunt him about how she's going to kill all his loved ones. Uh, but whenever he's with anyone else, he can, like, pretend it. With Clary, like... She could tell that he was no longer in love with her, but that felt like shouldn't even... Lilith could have told him to pretend, right? And wouldn't he have pretended? He just because he's pretending everything else. I don't know. I bear, I guess he can't pretend to be in in love with her. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of things that I don't know, and it did make more sense to me later. So Simon. Goes to meet Raphael at a place that is not the Hotel de Moore. No, Simon got Simon got a text from Raphael to meet him in a basement somewhere. And he was like, oh, all right. Oh, seems likely. Seems about right. Now, I have a question. Yeah. Okay, so he texted Raphael. Yes. So he initiated the text conversation. Yeah. So how did Heidi catfish him by responding as Raphael saying, come to this weird basement? Because she had his phone. How did she have his phone? She stole from him when she stripped him naked. Oh. Fully stripped him naked. Then he immediately had to leave because Izzy kicked him out of town. He at no point got his phone back. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's catfished him uh, to get him there to, like, this nice uh, dinner. Fancy dinner Which she I'm made. going to imagine is full of blood from that guy she drained. I mean, she tries to give him a wine glass of blood. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of get a clarification. I guess what Raphael was somewhat doing is he thought that maybe like because she was sired by Simon, which I don't know how Raphael knew she was sired by Simon. Yeah. Cause he didn't even know the Quinn killed her. Like, I don't know. Um, he thinks that maybe she was a daylighter. And now I'm just trying to remember if Simon bit her before or after he was a daylighter. He was a daylighter. When yeah. He because bit her. it was after he broke up with Clary that yeah. he had his whole like, his whole thing. plasma um, wilding night out. But I guess Daylighter does not get transferred to. So was Raphael doing anything else or was he just going in every day, burning her, just being like, maybe tomorrow you'll be a Daylighter? I thought he was injecting her with things. I thought he was experimenting on her like uh, Valentine would. Yeah, but apparently not. Apparently he was just burning <laughs> her every day. Being just like, walking in and being like, Daylighter yet? Ah, oh. Ah. So Heidi tries to kiss. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon. And he's like, no, I have a girlfriend. And then immediately realize he should not have told Heidi that he has And a Heidi's girlfriend. like, of course you do. Oh, cool. What's her name? <laughs> what's her name? Where does she live? What's the, what's the number for her security system? And Simon's like, nope, nope, nope. nope. Uh, oh, I got no time to answer your questions. Gotta go inside in the daylight. You can't follow me. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have said this meeting during the day. Heidi. Heidi. <laughs> Uh, so Clary calls up the other person she knows and might be able to help her, which is Magnus. And she's like, Magnus, look at this drawing of a demon I made. Like, that is a weird demon. <laughs> and also, she t- touched my chest. It was very strange. And Magnus is like, ooh, she touched your chest? In like a sexual way? Because like, uh, there's not really like a laws we can follow. With and she's like, no, in a way that made a weird thing happen. And he's like, hmm, magic. What, I don't know what any of that means. But uh, we'll see if like the demon left some of its demon stank on you. And, and it did. Well, this is what I, and this is what I said earlier about when she was so worried. Um, about Morgan still being alive. Yes, because he does immediately go, oh, this is the same demon that corrupted the ley lines. Now, I, it's strange that she wasn't concerned about it this time. Well, yeah, I think at this point she's just like, she's I gotta like, go. We we already decided it's weird that she didn't kill her, and we've kind of made, like, maybe if, she with di- that. maybe if she dies, her soul disappears. But it seems like at this point she's just, like, so frustrated that things aren't working. Well, I think she's hoping, like, she knows she has 32 disciples, so she's just hoping she can get the 33rd just go faster. before. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then we also get Clary kind of explaining to Magnus that she's like, you know, I was trying to tell Jace, but it felt odd. I don't know what's going on. And Magnus won't catch on to it 
quite yet. yet. He's just like, mm, yeah, relationships are complicated. Mm, am because, I right? Because <laughs> they got to meet with bro- Brother Zachariah. Brother Zachariah, known character from the books. <laughs> he has a scene in this one. Yeah, he's like he, a fairly major uh, Silent uh, Brother uh, in the Shadowhunters books. I'll tell you this. When you see him, you look at him, you go, you're a main character. It's like when you're playing like a JRPG and someone arrives who has like asymmetrical clothing <laughs> and you're just like, yeah, you're a... You're going to join my party. You're a main character. Main character energy. <laughs> he does have main character energy. And you know what, Kevin? I'll tell you. He is a main character in one of the spinoff series. One of the spinoff trilogies. Won't tell you which one because I'm not here to spoil things. Not here. Not uh, here. So Simon, once again, worried about because he, he went to Heidi's place and it's like that, that place smelled like a lot of fresh blood. And Maya's like, I'm not scared of vampires, Simon. Maya, like, I understand you're a werewolf, but I don't know if someone, like, she wants, she is, she wants to kill you. She does want to kill you. Maya's a bit too flippant on this. Now, to be fair to Maya, she does work at the Hunter's Moon. There are so many downworlders there. Yeah, but like the, the the difference is not if she's a downworlder. I think even if she she was a mundane and Heidi was a mundane, being like, oh, by the way, this person might want to hurt you. Yeah. No, no. Like, my my argument was more that her workplace is probably safer that's, than yes. yeah, potentially, other workplaces. As long as she uh, keeps where everyone can see her. Yeah. Uh, but Simon's like wants he talked to Kyle said that they should lay low, uh, and well, he's all worried about Heidi, especially Maya. Is it's not. And they're just going to go on from there. And then we cut to the party of this episode, which is <laughs> dinner at a restaurant. Which is the Hunter's Moon. Yeah, I will admit it took me like longer than I would care to admit to realize it was the Hunter's Moon. Because we don't usually see it from this angle. Yeah, it's a different angle. Um, Hunter's, also, the Hunter's Moon is always too busy. I just want to yeah. point that out now. Yeah. For anyone who you haven't been watching along, the Hunter's Moon is always too busy. Also, it makes absolutely zero sense whatsoever that this group of people should choose to go out for dinner at the Hunter's Moon. Because they're shadow hunters. And this is a Dan Wilder bar. Yes. And Mar- so first Maris is like, oh, Jace, I'm so proud of you for dealing with your mental health issues. And he's busy owling out. Yeah. Um, and then she goes, oh, no, I'm embarrassing you guys. Everyone's staring at me. And I'm like, yeah, dum-dums. You're shadow hunters. Go to a mundane restaurant. You saw what happened. Like, the the the, the shadows, the shadow mo- hunter's moon was introduced by Jace stumbling in and getting threatened because he's a shadow hunter. And this is this ain't a place for his kind. Now, I know these specific shadow hunters have been hanging out here a lot more often. Yeah. Um, I cannot fathom why Underhill is there later. Yeah, Underhill hangout. This is not out. a shadow hunter hangout. Also, especially considering how you know that Charlie's going to arrive. Look, they went to a mundane restaurant Earlier this season. They did. Why can't they do it now? Especially because they have, like, that's what Mar- like Maris is going to have to get used to. Yeah. Going to mundane restaurants. Can't keep hanging out at the Hunter's Moon. Anyway, she is not embarrassing them by being a de-ruined shadow hunter. <laughs> she is embarrassing, though, embarrassing them, though, by being a mom, asking them about their dating lives. Yes. Uh, she she reveals that. I like how she reveals that Izzy's dating someone. Izzy's like, Mom, even though Charlie then <laughs> arrives. Like, Izzy, you are on borrowed time. Girl. As is. And, like, I know you've only been on one date with him, but, like, you invited him to family dinner on your second date. Uh, Now, when Dr. Charlie does arrive, we are instantly uh, proven that he is a good person because Jace sees that glow. So now Jace has a target. Um, And Alec just kind of big brothers at Charlie, which I think Mm. is the way that Alec would be with anyone. What kind of doctor are you? Yeah. And we, we get some, like, you know, they were... Hiding because they pretend to be jewelers is their family business. Uh, and this car- carries on essentially until Alec gets a message from Magnus, which I don't, could not, it was him asking like, hey, can you help me out with this thing I'm working on with Clary, I think? No, he says I can't come to dinner because oh, I have I can't to do come this to dinner. With, Clary, right. with Clary. And Alec is very upset by this because I think he might think Magnus is lying. Uh, even though it should be instantly proven to be true <laughs> because Clary is not there with Jace. Also, that would be a... Uh, Insane lie from Magnus. <laughs> With Clary? Do they even know each other? Yes, she. remember he put the... the he, he stole the, the memories, memory. put the memories in the demon, the demon deceived you. What? No. 
It can't be true. They haven't talked in seasons. <laughs> um, so Alec is so upset about this, he takes himself off to the bar for a good old double whiskey. Yep. Uh, now Underhill is, is there? there, which I'm going to point out once again, still makes it unclear: is Underhill gay or into Downworlders? Because he's to in say. a Downworlder bar, but he's going to flirt with, with Alec. Alec. Yeah. <laughs> And that question will continue not to be answered this episode. Nope, it will remain unclear. <laughs> Alec is clearly in a mood and Underhill eventually backs on up away from his flirting because he's like, oh no. Oh no, he's, he's sad. He's sad. He's sad drinking. That's not hot. Uh, now, because everybody's in this scene, Simon's also just off in the corner hanging around where Maya's working. Well, I think Maya's like, I'm going to work. And Simon was like, I'm also going, I'm to, also going to your work. And I guess he's just sitting there freaking people out. <laughs> and then in a bizarre situation, Luke arrives and, <laughs> and says, Maris! As I live and breathe, I can't uh, believe you're here. Uh, hey, Maris! And then all of her children <laughs> just leave get up and the go. table. Like, oh, we should go. I'm like, why? Why should you go? This is Luke and Maris. I'll tell you why they should go. It's because I guess we're setting up a romance between Luke and Maris. Yeah, they are sexually bonding over their fraught past. <laughs> Over the fact that Mar- uh, Maris was mean to him when he was excommunicated. But he's gonna help her now. Yeah, he helps so many people and then he's like, you know, I haven't seen you with your hair down literally since the Accords Ball 20 years ago which is okay. which is actually very close to when the whole circle thing happened. So. Yeah, it doesn't help me understand how old these people are. Nope. Nope. No way to know. Meanwhile, Clary and Magnus <laughs> They're are... They're in Darkfield. <laughs> waiting for Brother Zachariah. Standing in a dark field, just <laughs> talking about how Magnus had a fight with Alec. I, Clary is so put off by this weird dark field that she asks another person about their life. Yeah. And is genuinely interested in someone else's experience. Well, she, she can't see anything else. She's in a dark field. It's all just <laughs> darkness around her. So she's like, right, okay, Magnus, what you got going on? Now, uh, he explains he had a fight with Alec. They can't get into it too far because they got to meet with Brother Zachariah. Brother Zachariah is a cool, silent brother with swoopy hair with white stripes in it. Yeah. He is main character energy. So, as you know, most of the silent, all of the silent brothers we've seen have their eyes stitched shut and their their mouths stitched closed. And are like bald and have like carvings on their face. Yeah. Um, he will explain, I know, I don't look, he's doing this, by the way, telepathically. Yeah, still, still telepathically. Which he's, he's kind enough to send it out to both of them yeah. as well. Um, he's like, uh, I know I don't look like other silent brothers, but that's a tale for another time. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's a tale for the book series that I'm the main character in. <laughs> like, wait, you can't just be like, hey, I know everything about me is very confusing, but I'm not going to tell you. Anyway, uh, yeah, demon scary. Then the most ham-fisted thing ever happens. <laughs> brother Zachariah is like, can't tell the other brothers I helped you. They might be mad. And Magnus is like, I would never. And Brother Zachariah is like, hey, I'm glad to help. Any friend of Will Herondale is a friend of mine. And Will is Jace's ancestor. Yeah. Yeah. And is he Clary saying goes, Magnus is a friend of Will Herondale? Yeah, Magnus okay. loved Will Herondale. Yeah. They were good buddies. Yeah. Has not talked to Jace about that. No. I guess also that would be a weird thing to do. It's like, hey, yeah, I know you had like three families in, t- in two months, but I knew your ancestor. The um, Will Herondale and his wife and like his kids were the last Shadowhunters that Magnus like really got involved with. Yeah. And then things went like pretty messy and he was like, I got to go do warlock things. Uh, so this makes, uh... Clary go, ooh, I know a Herondale. How, um, uh, how was Jace's whole, uh, treatment thing? And Zachariah's like, nah, I'm gonna come up with the treatment. I would love to help him, but didn't show we, guys were, we guys request, he just never showed up. Which, like, I would be weird about that, except for the fact that it's only been, like, 24 hours. They might just be like, well, he just hasn't yeah. shown up yet. And Clary's like, <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no, lies! When I hugged him, it was weird. And Magnus is like, excuse me? <laughs> so back at the bar, uh, Izzy is visiting with Simon. Because he seems stressed. Well, I mean, because they need to set something up here. So 
this is one of those weird conversations where Izzy's like, it's so hard for my mom because being a shadow hunter meant everything to her. No, we talked about before that and that then makes no sense. Simon's response is, yeah, my mom was an alcoholic. And sometimes all you can do is like be there for them. And I know you'll be there for her because you're a good daughter. I'm like this is. This conversation has no through line. Yeah, this is nothing. Nothing. This conversation is nothing. You're just saying. You're just saying character background. <laughs> you're just saying background elements about yourself. You're just reading <laughs> off of your character sheets. It's like they have cue cards being like, "Izzy, <laughs> they're, they're daughter both, of Shadow." They're both parents. looking at their ideals <laughs> on their on their character sheet. My ideal is my mother was <laughs> was an alcoholic, and I want to make sure no one else also falls to temptation. It's like, oh, come on. So this dumb, 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 nothing burger of a scene. It's just a setup so that Izzy will hug him or kiss him on the cheek. Yeah. And Heidi, who is... Standing outside the Hunter's Moon. I guess as the title said, I mean, it's ever not an empty room. It's a window into a full room. Very full room. Uh, <laughs> sees this and decides, uh, I mean, yeah. Just, yeah, oh, Izzy must be the girlfriend. All right. All right. Guess I better kill Izzy. Uh, Alec wanders into Underhill, who is playing pool alone yeah, at the just, Hunter's Moon. We just get a scene from Alec and Underhill. I, like, they're setting something up here because Alec was, because Magnus set up the, oh, you've never been with anyone else thing, and now Underhill's here. Though I still think it's unclear whether Underhill is gay or just Or into, into Downworlders. Down or he could be both. He could be, be both. Uh, like Alec. Yeah. Uh, but this is like this whole thing where I can be like, I don't want people to see me drunk. Underhill's like, well, I'll help you into a cab and I'll be, you know, I'll be a good guy. And it seems suspicious and worrying. Except for it's not. It's not. No- nothing comes of it. Nothing comes of it. Meanwhile, Izzy walks through the kitchen of the Hunter's Moon. <laughs> okay. Okay. I need to set up <laughs> the sequence for this. Izzy walks out of I, uh, a door. A door into a room full of kegs and shelves of utensils. And it's dark. Sees a woman f- tur- facing the other direction and sees her and goes, hmm, bathroom's that way. <laughs> Why do you have to go through the kitchen to get to the bathroom at the Hunter's Moon? Yeah, it's... I'll tell you I- why. <laughs> Still, they could have this fight. Yeah, yeah. I this room makes no sense, but it is a good room for a fight between Izzy and Heidi. Uh, Izzy clowns on Heidi. Oh, she fights so it, good. It well, Heidi has never comprehended the idea of a shadow hunter, and the one time she was able to get the jump on, on Raphael, Raphael is because she had the drug she could drug him out with. Yeah, but, yeah. Heidi, this is like Heidi is actually learning. Hey, just because you're a vampire. Does not mean you're invincible, and Izzy clowns on her. Like, Izzy essentially... She smashes her head into, like, a, a plate. Like, basically knocks her out and is going to tie her up and take her to the clave, because Heidi did break the accord. Yeah, she said... She attacked a shadow hunter. Yeah, she said, yeah, what the name and... Uh, so, like, like name and clan, like, where like where's that? Um, and Simon arrives, because he heard this. And he explains the situation enough for Izzy to be like, oh, no, that's the one that Raphael. Oh, oh, geez. Jeez. Oh, geez. And Simon's like, so you see, her tail's pretty sad. And Izzy's like, yes, yeah, she also killed a mundane, turned him into a. Like, the, the thing that I think sets her apart is the fact that she turned the mundane. Into a vampire, If she had yeah. just, like, killed the mundane, then he could be like. Oh, you know, she was a fledgling. She, she couldn't have... control her bloodlust. She was in a blood truck. Yeah, that shows too much, like, thought. Well, and not only did she turn the mundane, she brought him somewhere else yes. to turn him and use him as, like, a, like a bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is, there's too much thought in that to be like, oh, she was just a fledgling who didn't understand... But Simon essentially sad boys yeah. at Izzy for so long. He's like, I promise I'll take care of her. She won't hurt anyone again. What's <laughs> good? Izzy, you, you already did the thing with Raphael where you're like, get out of town. I'm not going to follow up with this situation. <laughs> he could be anywhere. And then it stumbled back on you. And yep. then she's like, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <sighs> uh, so that's going to be dealt with. Uh, Jace... <laughs> Jace goes up to Charlie and he talks to him like he wants to start a fight. Which he does. He's like, hey, Charlie, uh, let me go outside and get some air. And Charlie's like, okay. <laughs> well, 
Luckily for sweet, know, if, sweet Charlie. If some angry looking man walked up to me and said, hey, why don't we go outside and get some air? I imagine we'd go outside to fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because he's Izzy's brother. <laughs> but Charlie's like, yeah, okay, let's go do that. Uh, Izzy now- wanders on out and Charlie immediately is like, oh, blood, blood on your arm. <laughs> I'm very aware of blood. And Jace just disengages immediately. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I get nosebleeds sometimes. And Charlie's like, okay, no. I'm no, not entirely sure no. what this situation, like where this goes. Because this is the last time we will see Izzy and Charlie this episode. But yeah. Jace just like gives up on Charlie. He, he didn't immediately go outside. Yeah, so clearly he's not, he like, he goes with Izzy for a bit for Jace not to be like, yeah, I guess I'll find him when Izzy is ditches done him. with this. To uh, show the time has passed, we cut back outside where um, Underhill and Alec are waiting for a cab. Yeah. And we learn some Shadow Hunter lore. Apparently, Underhill thinks that maybe Magnus doesn't understand the Shadow Hunter ways. We only love once and fiercely. <laughs> Which is wrong. Yeah, it's so inaccurate. Marius is already <laughs> loving someone else. And and I I do believe Robert did that. Yep. Um, but I do believe that is an Underhill feeling. You think Underhill has only loved Ma- one maybe, person? Maybe that is the Underhill uh, family motto. <laughs> Nephilim love once <laughs> and fiercely. It's... The Nephilim mate for life oh. is basically what he says. <laughs> and once again, still not clear. Gay or uh, uh, or downworlders, because he you know he could be like that is the that's the problem with downworlders. They I love can them love many but, times, but I but I can only love one, so I'd be very careful about it. <laughs> like Underhill, no, you're getting ahead of yourself, sir. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ollie arrives at the Hunter's to, Moon to tell Luke she saw like a pattern in the attacks of the owl. It's dumb. It, it's a nothing burger. Ollie. This meeting could have been an email. <laughs> yup. I think she really thought she'd get there and here and her and Luke would run off immediately until <laughs> he was like, well, we go during the day. Yeah, we're, we're not doing this at nighttime, Ollie. She's like, oh, oh man. Right. And unfortunately, Jace has sensed her goodness. Sure. Or that she loves someone. I, I don't know. So I guess now she's the target. So Simon, after convincing Izzy that he would take responsibility for Heidi, did take her home to her weird, weird, creepy basement. Yeah. And she loves it. She's like, look, I know you broke up with your girlfriend for me. (laughs) I love that. I know you don't love me, but someday we'll start a kind of our own. I'm both your child and your girlfriend. And he's like, no, stop. Hey, Heidi. I may have done something right for the first time in my life. <laughs> Look who's here with me, the Praetor Lupus. Now, <laughs> they help downworlders. Yeah, I mean, here's what I'll say. At the very least, it is a downworlder organization. Yeah. Um, which I feel like is potentially better than the Clave. I will say he's also only known about their existence for, for like, like three two days. days. But Kyle's cool. Kyle's super cool. So like maybe he's And like, you know, Kyle was stationed there to look after Simon, so <laughs> I yeah, I would be honest that like I, I, without knowing anything about it, if you just had to choose between like clearly something had to be done with Heidi. Yeah, she cannot be let free. Yeah. Um but like between yeah the clave which would just probably kill her yeah uh he's like are thor in the guard i'm like no no, no they're not they, throwing her they in the would guard. just kill her maybe do experiments on her who knows yeah. uh with other oh, praetor lupus which at least are downworlders yeah so. and they do seem to care about vampires because they did come to help simon yeah so. like they specifically you're like this is daylighter with a thing on his head we got you yeah, we'll figure this out uh, she's upset about it, and Simon's also upset about it, and Kyle's upset about it. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, that's that dealt with. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clary is whining about Jace. <laughs> Clary walks up like, why would Jace lie to me? Magnus turns around and goes, hold on. Okay, so here's a bunch of things that happened that might be connected. A, a woman came to me, and she was weird. <laughs> And she smelled wrong, like she was masking the origin of her powers. But I didn't worry about it at the time. But she did ask for a potion that makes someone not love someone. And that kind of sounds like what Jace is doing to you. So maybe she is the demon. In human form. I will say, I will say there's a lot of great jumps there. The jump of maybe that woman is the demon. It's <laughs> very good. It's a pretty good jump. Uh, but he has... 
Sherlock homed all this stuff together, uh, which makes Clary like Clary calls Luke because she thinks Luke will know where Jace is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I mean, he does sort of. Jace is stalking Ollie. Should have called it. Should have called Alec, but you know. uh, Alex drunk. Yeah, Ollie is attacked by the owl, and then everyone arrives to fight the owl. Which I can't really understand. They all like they all coordinate so, together on the owl. But h- how they know owl is? They don't know who the owl is. No, where the owl is? Oh, um, yeah, that one is more unclear. Uh, were, they I guess, just, <laughs> were they just all running towards each other, and they happened to converge on the point of the owl? Um, or maybe Luke was like, like. <laughs> Luke was like, Ollie's a good person. <laughs> um, I don't know. They will converge. Claire will arrive first and she'll try to fight the owl, which she's not good at because she always throws her weapons. <laughs> the first thing she always does in every fight is throw her two daggers. The only <laughs> Then she stands there and goes, Huh? <laughs> yeah, because you threw your weapons. First, first move in every fight. Throw my knives. Just just hold. And then you stand there confused that it didn't work. Luckily, she has backup. Magnus is right behind her. He's doing some magic. Yep. And then in comes Luke, Luke just with shoots a gun. Luke just shoots the owl a whole bunch in the back, which I guess shoots him enough. That he's like, oh, man, I can't the, wear this owl mask. Yeah, the owl fades away. And they are legitimately shocked that it's Jace. That it's Jace. I mean, maybe... Maybe there was a suspicion that Jace was someone. Maybe they were tracking Jace is the thing. That's true. And then and they, they came upon the owl. owl. And the, at that point, you're not going to spend a lot of time being like, but we were tracking Jace. Why is the owl? You're just going to be like, oh, my God, owl. Guess we well, better fight the owl. And you know Jace is obsessed with the owl. So he yeah. could be somewhere around there. Maybe he's hurt, too, and you can't see him. Yeah. Uh, now, Ollie was successfully possessing this and suddenly, yep. like, super flash sprints away. away. And everyone just sort of looks around like, uh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I assume Luke's going to go after Ollie and Clary and Magnus are going to walk in tight circles worrying about Jace. <laughs> in the darkness. Yeah. Oh, man, Alex's going to be so bummed about this. He's going to be so upset that he's drunk. Hi, right, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. So this episode, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where logic just kept spinning its wheels at the Hunter's Moon? Yeah. There are many. One of which could be the fact that they choose to go to the Hunter's Moon. Gotta get everyone in the same place. I'm picking the one where I think the show was trying to set itself up for a spinoff, but it was doing so poorly, there was no <laughs> way it was getting a spinoff. You think Zachariah was a setup for a spinoff? Yes! <laughs> A K-pop spinoff. I would be fascinated by that. He'd be like, hey, this one character appeared at one point and, said, and was like a cool psychic guy. And he said, I know I don't look like other Sonic brothers. That's a tale for another time. Got to see him in his own story. Well, the thing is, like, okay, obviously putting him in here is fan service. People know yeah. Brother, Zach- Brother Zachariah is like one of the first silent brothers she meets. Yeah. Um. So they're obviously doing it to be like, ooh, character from the books. But like... What she does in the books is after he leaves, she turns to one of her friends and is like, why is he like that? And they're like, oh, yeah, he's not like other Silent Brothers. He doesn't talk about it. <laughs> he's not like other Silent Brothers. <laughs> he he plays video games and he likes sports. He reads books. <laughs> <laughs> scrolls, I guess. He reads scrolls. Yeah, he's into scrolls. He's not like other Silent Brothers. <laughs> Kevin, did you find a CW moment? Yeah, and I mean, we did talk about it a little bit, but it's got to be when Luke arrives and all the children are just like, I guess we better leave. Like, oh, this moment is sexually charged. Aaron, I want you to imagine we are at dinner with our mom, and then a man arrives and we all go, I guess we better leave. A man we know. A man we, a man we know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we better leave. And they do it without speaking. Like, they all just get up and go. <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird. Like, do they all at the same time decide, mm, yeah, Luke, Luke and Maris, I ship them. I'm here for that. Who has ever shipped those two? No d- one. D- 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 this feels like an ob- obligatory, well, everyone's got to pair off. And Luke's so sad. Jocelyn died. That's the thing. Like, this is not even fan service. There is no, like. Nobody nobody was just really, like, aching for that Luke Reese. No. Ma- Maruk. Maruk. Ma- Maruk. Maruk. 
Um, no, because Luke marries Jocelyn in the books, and Maris and Robert do split up, and Maris goes on to live like a very rich, fulfilling life. Yeah. As a single lady. Yeah. With two grandkids. Yeah, she could be a single lady. Yeah, she can be a single she could lady. She could be all the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single all ladies. All the single ladies. Throw your hands up. Uh, and Luke could be a single man. He or could he be. could marry Ollie after <laughs> Ollie inevitably kills, kills her girlfriend. girlfriend. But uh, they somehow unpossess her. How did Clary unpossess? No, the, Magna, Magnus unpossessed. Who? Uh, Monica? Morgan? Morgan? No, the owl unpossessed Morgan. Remember, came in oh, and unpossessed Oh, that's right. Her? Yes. Yeah. Well, I don't think the owl can unpossess Ollie. Maybe Jace could when he's no longer, like, under mind control. His mind control is very confusing, once again. It is. Because now he could... Now he can function in the world while still being mind controlled. <laughs> Something he... I did not believe... When he turns around and, and he just acts normal to Alec, that was a jump scare. And when he tricks both Alec and Izzy, Alec, the person who knows him best in the world... Yeah, the only person who couldn't get him was the person who he has known for two months. Huh. His... Friend, girlfriend, and then sister, and now girlfriend again. Yep, friend, girlfriend, sister, girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> normal journey. Normal journey. Normal journey that every person takes. It's better than Simon and Heidi's, which is like stranger, dead girl, daughter, girlfriend, <laughs> psychopath. <laughs> Um, so if you want to share with us more normal journeys that relationships can take, hit us up on the social media. We're Podcast MOA, Podcast MOA at Instagram, at Twitter, and at gmail.com. And give us your ratings, reviews, and subscriptions. Let's build up some listenership before we get stuck going back to Riverdale. Yeah, Riverdale is returning. We'll be seeing more of Riverdale at the end of March, basically April, yes. like the last day of March. So far away. So if I say March... It's a lie. It's, just, it's a lie. It's basically April. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back for that. Until then, you can check out my books. They're available at kevinweirbooks.com. And I'm over at flimsyplan.com. And we will see you next week. Can Luke stop Ollie? Will Alec and Magnus get through their relationship troubles? What is Brother Zachariah's tale for another time? Answers all this and more on the next episode of Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast? <laughs>